Welcome to SlayerFest 98. I'm Ian Carlos Crawford. And I'm Adam Sass. Hi, Adam. Hey, Ian. Uh, we are here joined uh, by freelance writer and TV enthusiast. Tarek Rove. Woo! I Hi, say, Tarek. That intro is like, <laughs> it gets me every time because I've never done an intro on a podcast like that before. And so I <laughs> always forget that I have to say my own name, but someone else introduces me. I'm like, oh, hi. <laughs> it's my favorite thing when I'm when I'm listening to other episodes because like, everyone misses the jump. It's like, mm-hmm. it's like a great... Um, it's like watching, um, uh, uh, like one of those, like just like one of those, like double dare shows or whatever, like that, where people <laughs> just eat shit like right away. <laughs> it's like, are they gonna make it? It's it's a wipeout. It's a wipeout show. Yeah, <laughs> it really is. Like even people right out of even people who've been on like a thousand times will like forget that they have to. So you name. have introduced me. Like you have just been like it's Ian Carlos Crawford, and there's like a dead like plummeting <laughs> silence, and I'm like, and it's me. Like. <laughs> person who has been in the LA performing business for 20 years and been I feel like you've been doing the podcast since like our second year too oh when it was like everybody huddling around like a microphone in your own apartment yes yes right I forgot you did record in Brooklyn with me I did I did yeah mm -hmm. so I've since um, learned to edit (laughs) beautiful beautiful times so we're here here to talk about werewolf by night Adam and I literally were talking about it yesterday (sighs) and we last minute decided to plan this because we both uh kind of loved it um Adam, tell everyone it, what your it, general thoughts were. Go ahead. Well, yes. like I would say it came up because Ian saw me tweeting 30 tweets in a row about World <laughs> So he's like, so I think you've seen the, the, the special. Um, I loved it. Like, I think obviously, like, I, I agree with the, like what seems to be the consensus, which is like, more specials, please. Yeah. Um, I think... Um, I think a big chief concern with a lot of the the um, Disney Plus shows has been a little bit of a like shaky pacing, mm. where it's like some really good ideas, really good mm-hmm. actors, you know, like some really fascinating stuff and world building, but for some reason it just is like the the process of getting there um, feels a little laborious, um, for better or worse, on each show. Um, but this is the first time where I personally did not feel that sense of like get on with it. Like this mm. just seemed to kind of get to it right away. And I think, um, obviously, um, <laughs> I once didn't always, uh, has been Gail Garcia, but now like, <laughs> it just like, you could just, I, it was so fascinating how he's not really doing, he's doing like silent movie acting in this basically. Cause like, there's not a ton of dialogue yeah. really, yeah. except for like two scenes that suddenly like we're doing like silent movie. And then suddenly for two scenes, we forgot we have to do like a Whedon-y scene in every yeah, yeah. goddamn mm-hmm. thing we ever do now. <laughs> um, there has to be like a, a little wry elbow chuckle. Like there has to be that scene. You can't just have an MCU scene without that. Um, so, but besides that, I felt like he just like was like super grounded. A lot of it's just like him. Like the first half is just like him in a suit walking around. Yeah looking spooked by everything like it's it's very cool and then you have harriet sansa paris who's just i think really just out the gate root and toot and just kind of led the energy charge on this which was very very strong like i think it's very classic like you have a hero you have a clear villain you have a clear rogue you know there's a han solo type with elsa so i feel like you just have a lot of the great building blocks of just pulpy adventure there and i think they didn't have time to do a lot of their other you know some yeah. twiddling they usually do yeah yeah there's no fluff there's no time yeah. for fluff 
Yeah, Tark, give us your uh, overall thoughts. I really, really loved it. I thought it was like peak Marvel television. It mm-hmm. was it was so fun. And just being able to see the like artistic direction and the way yes. that they like shot it with these old timey like bl- like film blind spots that would appear every once mm-hmm. in a while. I thought yeah. it was really, really fun. It was just like it was an artistic, like creative, like delight. It was just it was and it was so short and like like I I don't want to say I'm losing a word here. Um, <laughs> digestible, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. But yes, it was no, I th- very I, I think that's true succinct and i really yes. liked enjoy i liked i liked that i don't have to wait, worry about like oh when is it gonna start to like be boring <laughs> right yeah, yeah yeah or like I, the the thing that i think really helped this because it's it's fun at the very least this is fun right um mm-hmm. and i think what really helped it honestly was like this felt like something marvel higher-ups probably didn't care about but like Yes. Michael Giacchino, Giacchino, whatever how you say his name, was did care about it. So I felt like it was almost like a passion project of his. Mm-hmm. So it was like he was able to make this fun story. He didn't have to connect it to everything. Um, but also it did a fun thing of like introducing us to like the monstery part of the Marvel Universe, mm-hmm. which, you know, we've gotten a little bit of that in like Doctor Strange, I guess. Um, but well, this felt was- so different, right? I was gonna say um, to to Tarek's point, like where where it's like this this had a big point of view was trying to do something different. Where I felt where Multiverse of Madness, I think on the Multiverse of Madness episode, where I really I really enjoyed it, but I like obviously acknowledged that there were shortcomings because yeah. Multiverse of Madness was a much more it had a hundred eyes and a hundred fingerprints on that mm-hmm. movie where you couldn't. There's just in order to successfully have uh, your own point of view in the Marvel universe in this current year, you have to be something where right out the gate, no one's really paying attention to like werewolf by night, like the first guardians of the galaxy, like WandaVision where everyone was like, okay, well this is just one we jerk off and then we go home. But like, it turns out to be the ones that like everybody loves and is anchoring the (laughs) entire universe now. So like that should maybe start cluing them into like, we like just, set different artists free on that. And so I think Sam Raimi was trying to do like these, these big horror pushes, but then it had to keep getting like drawn back into mm. standard MCU house style. And then, um, and, you know, and then again with world by night, like we don't, we, we like these characters, but we're not, it's not like with Wanda where it's like the right. ex, like you better do exactly what we really need you to do. with these yeah. characters. Like you could kind of jerk these characters around a little bit and it felt disposable in the best way like like a like it felt like a treehouse of horror where it was just like oh we're just gonna have fun and like this isn't like maybe this will i'm sure this is gonna have like impacts on the future but like at first until i saw the like the tomb like death dates i thought like oh this was in the 30s but then it (laughs) turns out like there was like 1988 (laughs) there was like yeah yeah no, I was like the 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 time frame kind of messed with my head because it was like all old timey, but then like like the very start you saw like the little like um, images of the Avengers go into mm-hmm. like on the walls. I was like, wait, yeah. so when does this take place? It was so confusing. But then yeah, I saw the tombstones. Like, oh, okay, all right, this is dope. 
Yeah, I and I liked I liked that. I'm sure that was on purpose, right, to make it seem a little bit more timeless. Um, I was thinking Adam and I were talking about these recently. Uh, Tarek, I don't know if you've seen the Rob Zombie <laughs> Halloween movies. <laughs> I have not. I'm a I'm a fool. Well, no, no, no. They are not good. Um, Twist, you're not a fool. Yeah, twist, you are not. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So we watched them for my horror podcast, My Bloody Judy, me and Zach. And the one thing that I did appreciate was that I was like, wait, what time are they supposed to take place in? Apparently Rob Zombie, like, didn't want cell phones in them. So that way they could look like they were in the, I mean, they don't look like they're in the 70s, but it was like, that way it could be. And I feel like here it was very intentional as well to be like, it looks very old, but because like Elsa, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, she's wearing a jacket and like boots. It's not like she's wearing something. She could be like it could be like a sky captain. I was thinking yes. like, oh, this could be like sky captain, like kind of jacket or yeah. you know, and um, Giles' uh, uh, suit is very mm-hmm. like could be like a zoot. Like it, it could have been forties. Like they right. could have mm-hmm. like it yeah. could have been like the year the Wolfman came out. Like it could have been nineteen forty one. It could have been like. World War II, like, this could have been, like, oh, that Captain America's overseas. Like, I was a picture, I was waiting for, like, a little maybe moment of, like, oh, we're, we're, we're gathered yeah. here, you know, uh, you know, in spite of the war effort. <laughs> yeah, I mean, right, and I, but right, Adam, don't you think that was probably on purpose? Yes, and uh, get ready to ring that bell, because it is that time in every podcast that yes. I show up on where I reference Twin Peaks. Um, so <laughs> Twin Peaks uh, does this also, where it was in the 90s, but they were very purposely channeling 50s, early 60s. They were like that, like the the, the clothing style. There was very rarely a moment where you had a very modern, that's kind of, it's kind of why it's timeless. Um, <laughs> but it, like, it kind of lends this sort of like, odd dream like you're not sure when this is set. It's sort of happening in another time it's like a it's almost like how steampunk kind of runs where it's like it is old timey but it's future but it's right. like you just sort of you're in another um you know place and i and i liked feeling i liked feeling like unplugged from a certain time mm-hmm. and space so what you're saying is i should watch twin peaks <laughs> um yeah, yeah. obviously i'm always saying that yes um, but I, here's the thing here's why i'm gonna be different here's why i'm like I'm, I'm not one of those white gays who insists upon it but um because i'm gonna say it is not for everybody it's a lot of you know I, it's, people are like it, it's boring it's slow it's this it's that i'm like work it didn't work for you good um but no i like i think in as term in terms of aesthetics like if you're an aesthetics person mm-hmm. it's got great aesthetics so at yeah. the very okay. least watch the pilot yeah, and I do think yeah. I I I do think that pilot is one of the best pilots. Like, Hands down. I do I do, right Adam because I do think if you don't like the pilot, then you're probably not going to like for show, for real because right? it gets more it gets more um like alienating as the yeah. show goes yeah. on. <laughs> um, so uh, no, I mean like that was the thing like it like it aired in like eight, 1989, 1990, and like back then when TV was just absolutely like not respected in any way. It like they aired the pilot at the Cannes Film Festival, so. Oh, I didn't like, know it that. Was, it, mm-hmm. hmm, that makes sense. So, um, yeah, anyway, that's my little, but, that's my little uh, Twin Peaks aside <laughs> for the episode. Um, but, no, I think, like, to Werewolf by Night's credit, like, I really think that, obviously, they were trying really strongly to go for sort of kids' grindhouse. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, but it got pretty gruesome, so. It did get very gruesome. I was very shocked at how bloody some of the deaths were. I was like, oh, yeah. okay. Wow. I, I, Adam and I, we kind of talked about this, but yeah, I was like, 
wow, I like, I mean, not that it's, you know, it's not fucking, you know, a Halloween movie or a scream, but like, it's still for Marvel pretty bloody. And Adam, you were saying that right. that's probably why they did the black and white, right? That is why they did that because um, I well, they it's what they had to do in Kill Bill um, when there's a sequence in the House of Blue Leaves in the first one where they um, uh, have to, like they suddenly go to black and white and it's mm. sort of like oh aesthetics we're changing this. It really was just to secure the R rating because I think it and it's when it happens when she plucks the eyeball out. Uh-huh. Um, but then, like, she plucks Elle's eye out in full color in the next one. So, yeah, fucking everything. <laughs> but, um, anyway, but so I do know that, like, I think to get the first one by the censors, you had to go black and white. And, and probably was for the best to sort of ease everyone into that. Because, again, it's not like I've never, I mean, obviously, I watched this right after watching, like, three different just splatter movies. And even right. I was like, oh my God, like, because I just <laughs> was expecting to put on a Marvel thing. Right. Um, yeah, like, I like, feel like this. Like people can be stabbed in Marvel, but usually there's never a sign of blood at all if someone's stabbed. No, and there was like, mm-hmm. yeah, and I think did we all see the, um, the deleted scene or deleted like they never shot it, whatever from Multiverse of Madness where yeah. Wanda is like puppeteering a <laughs> headless corpse, yes. um, yeah, in battle. Like it's gorgeous. Like it's absolutely like it would have like brought the house down. I think. Yeah, um, but I feel like there's no way they would do something that gory right no because they were already running pretty wild making her go full villain that way like yeah. the fact that she's like chopping people's heads off and then getting really goofy you know <laughs> you know marionetting a, a, a torso <laughs> yeah i i just i i did appreciate that and i like when she when elsa shoot cut well first she cuts the guy's arm off then she shoots him with the arrow and like she's covering his mouth like he's alive and he's dying i was like Okay, this is pretty brutal. I like this. this she cool. was serving Jessica Jones a bit. Right? Um, yeah. 100%. I think just because My husband like, she... thought that was Jessica Jones. <laughs> oh, he couldn't tell exactly. the difference between her and the, the, uh, the actress. They do look a lot like alike. Donnelly. Yeah, they do look very, very similar. Yes, I could totally see how someone would think they were the same actress because it really does. It looks like her and she even gives that acting, right? Like she gives the like vibe. It's well because she's over it, and also like Jessica Jones was pretty. Was I think the bloodiest? Like Daredevil and Jessica Jones had been the bloodiest we've gotten so far. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. That was I. You're right. We did get like pretty like gory in that. I think it's it's isn't it Jessica Jones season one where the person like has chopped their own arm off or something. It was God. It's been eighty four years. It's so Um, (laughs) curious. Like like that. Those Marvel series are so far from like the like the current Marvel series too. You know. Yeah. So like when Daredevil shows up in in She Hulk, like I was just like I was ready to be mentally rebooted on him. Like I had no memory of does he act? Did he act that? Silly silly Billy. Um, in the old show, (laughs) like I remember it being kind of a drip. Um. But, you know, he was a little, like, I was like, okay, well, he's a little charming. So, yeah, I mean, honestly, like, I think just there's been maybe so much, so much Marvel since then. And just so much life. Uh, we stuffed a lot of life in the last yeah. four years. <laughs> well, yes. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, even when, I forget when they're like, I forget what someone says to her, but she's like, did you try looking up your own ass? Like, that's a very Jessica Jones. Oh, very. <laughs> right. Um, yes. And I will say, uh, Tarek, I don't know if you're, are you familiar with Elsa in the comics? I am not. No. Okay. 
So see, that's the thing. I'm. I always feel like a noob when I come onto your podcast. Oh my god, I don't, I don't know. know anything from the comics. Mm-mm. Adam, okay. explain it to her that you also don't know the comics that well, right? Oh, I was. I was really counting on me being the one who didn't know. So this is. <laughs> yeah. So Ian, yeah, it's up to you. Um, so I will say that my intro to Elsa, she has a run on um, Marvel Zombies, which like in theory should be a stupid comic, but I do think those comics are pretty good. And they were written by the guy who wrote the walking dead and they were from like early two thousands. And there's like, what it is, is like, there's a whole universe where all of them have turned into zombies. I'm like, we keep having reasons that people have to go back at one point. I think Deadpool Mm. has to go there at one point. Robot man has to go there. And one of the Marvel zombies, which I actually looked, I only have volume one, two, and then there is a Ash versus Marvel zombies, like Ash from the evil dead. Oh, I remember that. It's so weird, but it works. But I couldn't find the Elsa Bloodstone one, so I don't own it. So I was going to reread it last night. But in that, her whole thing is just like, because she has the Bloodstone, she's immortal. The zombies can't affect her. So it's just her annoyed blowing through all the zombies. And it's fantastic. And that was, mm-hmm. I think, like 2006, <laughs> 2008. And that was my first intro to her. And I was like, wait, I fucking love this character. <laughs> and I appreciate uh, no, that. They, yeah, and I appreciate that they kept... Like, they definitely give her, like, a redesign. Like, she, you know, in the comics, of course, she's a comic character, so she has, like, a orange tube top and, like, bright red hair. But I like that they still kept her, like, one, that she's, like, a human badass, and two, that she's over it all the time. I, I saw somebody online teed that she wasn't a redhead, and I just was like, are we, like, I'm going to be 80 <laughs> Still hearing somebody peeved about it. She's like, red hair is not right. And I'm just going to want to be like, please. End it. Yeah, seriously. Um, And I, I, yeah, I just, we, we've needed more Jessica Jones types since Jessica Jones. Like I felt like. That, we need Jessica Jones in the, this bullshit yes. that we're talking yes. about Daredevil so much, and she's not even in the conversation. <laughs> I think the rumor is, I think the rumor is that Daredevil is going to be an Echo, and he's going to be looking for her. Is like the oh, oh, oh yeah, don't worry. In 2028, when we start to get one of the X Men, we'll start right. to get her. <laughs> <laughs> um. So we also they do a good job. I thought of like quickly like you you were saying Tark, it's very digestible they give you a very quick like this is the bloodstone this is what you're all gonna get there's a monster to hunt um and mm-hmm. i thought it was pretty like a pretty good fast you know when when elsa first runs into the i wasn't quite clear on who that older woman was is that her stepmother mm-hmm. okay she runs into her and that woman's immediately like oh we haven't seen you in 20 years you don't have to be here okay but you can participate whatever um you know they hate each other like I thought the setup was pretty quick and like concise. Um, and Adam, I'm curious mm-hmm. from a writer, from someone who has published two novels now. Uh, <laughs> well, what did you think of like that setup part? It, it, listen, it's great. Listen, people keep thinking they need to reinvent the wheel. And I was like, watch any episode of Murder She Wrote where every time she's like <laughs> meeting a brand new family, brand new family dynamics. If there's only so many different ways you do it, just set it up. Like, just be like. <sighs> You know, uh, uh, you're, you're, you know, just refer to, have the woman refer to her mother as dead and then say your father was, like, we can pretty, like, a lot of those cues read super well. You don't really need to to get plucked about it. Just do evil stepmom. That's, that's, we don't need to be, 
like reinventing relationships. Yeah. Yeah. Tark, what'd you think of how they quickly, they give you the story? Oh no, I thought it was perfect. It was, yeah. it was, um, just easy enough to understand, but not like too easy. that it kind of treats you like a child. Like you still have to kind of make some guesses. So I, mm. I, I liked it. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I, I think all we needed to know was that it's like, they were enemies and she's known her a really long time in like a family way. Yeah. And like mm-hmm. hates her. <laughs> right. I think the only right. thing that didn't make sense to me was that like what prevents anyone from just taking the stone from the person who wins this like contest, quote unquote, or like mm-hmm. if it's a bloodstone and it's stayed within the bloodstone family, like why doesn't it just stay within the bloodstone family? Right. Like did it magically sense like is the elite is there like an allegiance within the stone like mm-hmm. it has to be one or descended down yeah yeah so yeah. I, it was it was curious that was the only part that was like hmm, interesting yeah but um and i will say the bloodstone actually because i knew and i don't i don't my, i realized that this didn't make sense but for some reason because i knew she was a monster hunter because i knew she had this bloodstone i think i had assumed because like i said that was my intro to her in the comics and she had been in other comics aside from the Marvel zombies, but that was my intro to her. And because the zombies couldn't affect her, I think I thought she was like Blade, like half vampire, half human monster hunter. Uh, and hmm. in this, I was like, oh, did they change it for this? And then I looked up her origin and was like, oh no, she was never half vampire. I just, <laughs> Bloodstone, Immortal, I kind of like was like, oh yeah, vampire, that's what that means. Maybe like, maybe you were, th- like, did you ever watch the, um, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen? That's sort of like Mina Harker yeah, is like yeah. vampire, but like, yeah, that sort of vibe. In yeah, this. yeah, yeah. I think that probably yeah didn't help uh, me assuming that, but yeah, I just so we we get all the setup. We learn that they're gonna hunt a monster that has the bloodstone attached to it, and whoever gets it wins. Right? That's. Um, mm-hmm. I was like, what the fuck about? I really liked how goofy the Ulysses animatronic, maybe also taxidermied. Thing was like well, mm, Coney that was great. haunted house, very like, Disneyland, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like everyone looks around, like what the fuck? Like I, I appreciated that everyone in that room was like, that's fucking weird. Like right, I'd love not- to, I'd love to gag my friends and family with like a funeral like that. <laughs> oh my god, I love that. Yes, uh, I think we're just that would be so good. <laughs> <laughs> we're just everyone has to just like put up with one more just bit of. Bullshit for me. That is also like one of the reasons why it felt so timeless to me, or it felt like it was back way back when, because he literally stuck like a cane into the coffin and had to crank it to get it to yeah. go. And I was like, what is that? man leapt out of a Tim Burton movie. Yeah. Just like this unnecessary <laughs> way of opening the <laughs> the mechanism. I love at the end when that butler is just like turns to Elsa and he's like, I'm here to serve. And she's like, great, clean up this mess. Like, I love like, <laughs> that he's just like this like sniveling butler Beautiful. and she's like, uh-huh, yeah, great, do the thing. Just clean up the one. <laughs> um, just watched, like, just watched her stepmom get like brains zapped into goo. <laughs> and is like, eh. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we get the weird animatronic um, and I love that the stepmom is like very amused by it. Like, she loves the animatronic and everyone else is just like, hmm, okay. Um, then they they do the whatever Gail Garcia picks the domino with the thing on it, so he gets to go first. Mm-hmm. Um, I, if anything, the only thing I 
I found myself, I didn't know the names of anyone else except for Jack mm-hmm. and Elsa. Yeah. Like all the other hunters, I was like, mm, who are they? <laughs> this is where it's very funny when modern day like movies and shows have to like be very, very loyal to like nomenclature that was invented in like in like the Adam West Batman era of like <laughs> doing things. Cause it was like you have you have a like a guy who's like a big dog like being named Jack Russell. Like it's just, it's just so funny. Like and and they made him so serious, you know, and kinda like I mean he's he's a little lighthearted, but like, you know, like the first half hour, like you've got yeah, yeah. suit and he's talking about his ancestors and and, and that it's just like yes, Jack Russell. Like there's no <laughs> like the the name is very um it was very silly, and I like that. I'm I'm not wishing they changed it, but it is always like I always love when it's like, oh, you have to name the you have to like name the character something from an back when an era when like you just sort of accepted these more comic booky names. <laughs> yeah, I will say like, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead, Dark. <laughs> uh, well, I was just gonna say I I find it very interesting um, with the plot mechanisms because uh, I totally thought that Jack was going to be the monster and he got he got he went first because he he was gonna like he was gonna ploy into everyone into thinking mm. that, like that they're hunting someone else um, right because i thought that it was going to be more about the werewolf and i feel like the werewolf part was only really contained to the last half last I, quarter i did think it was gonna be i did think it was weird that like nobody everybody was gooped by it like that there was like that i thought it was going to be like a trap like it was like yeah yeah this all this bloodstone thing really was just an elaborate way to trap him that he was like this elusive person Mm -hmm. yeah 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 i i will say that's a weird thing to like it's called werewolf by night so we know there's got to be a werewolf and then like we know it's him but then that's like not the like for for like more than half the runtime, there's no werewolf anything. It's just, yeah, it's yeah. like, we're, we're like chasing a swamp thing. And, um, I don't know, but like, but I, but then like, they really, really nailed it in the back yeah. half. So like, it just, it, I think that like did not. Yeah. Up. I think, yeah, I think you're right, Adam. That's why I didn't like talking about it. I'm like, mm, yeah, but like, it didn't really bother me because they do nail it so well from mm-hmm. the back, like the end of it. Um, but okay. So they go on their hunt. Um, you know what I do appreciate? I really appreciated that when the the weird Scottish man with the axe, when he like encounters them and she saves Jack, Elsa saves Jack, and she goes to fight him, he like bashes her head into that concrete numerous. Like he's like Michael Myers hitting her. Oh head. yeah. Oh right. <laughs> that was my first because I think that's the first big bit of oh violence. Yeah. In it. Yes. Um, yes. Mm-hmm. And then she's still not phased. <laughs> like she, yeah. was, she seemed super. That's why human. my husband thought yeah. it was Jessica Jones. <laughs> yes. That is in, not in hindsight. They should have just had to be Jessica Jones. <laughs> <laughs> she's got some fucking stepmom. Um, <laughs> but I, I liked that, right? And you're right, Adam. That was when I was like, "Oh shit, okay, we're gonna do like," because right. you know, for she's at this, she is just human. So like, I right. like that. It's like, oh she, no, she's just like a badass fighter. Um, mm-hmm. because like, even the stepmom said like, you haven't trained, you know, it's been so long. Don't feel obligated. Cause she didn't want her there. Um, and I liked that we saw her like holding her own, but not, it wasn't like too easy for her. Right. Like she still ran away from him. She like took his axe and ran away. Yeah. I feel like, a, a like a Jessica Jones or a Buffy type. You, we just wouldn't be worried. Yes. Yeah. It would be um, like, they get their head smacked right. a bunch of times and they turn around mm-hmm. and kill the person. Yeah. 
Um, so I think that was a good thing with her to be like, she's okay, but like she knows she can't win right now, so she is going to just take his weapon and leave because she doesn't want to die. Um, then we quickly get uh, Jack. He's like snooping around and he sits down and a hand grabs him. And Adam, what is the hand? It's man thing, I think. Is <laughs> yes. The, is the yes. Creature's name. Yeah. Um, <laughs> or Ted. Yes. Uh, I just love that it was like, oh, he's just so gentle, but like he will kill you unless you can't. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I don't know. It feels like that's very marvelly, but it worked for me. Um, the like the monster who's like this hideous creature is just mm-hmm. named Ted, and is just like whatever and like chill. I love. Unless... I love Ted. Ted. Right? It was a very. It was a very. Um, <laughs> God, what's the? It's. I've been away from Buffy too long. What's the? What's the? What's the poker plan? Oh, Clem. Name? Clem. Clem. Yeah. Clem. I was yeah. like Clarence. Yeah. <laughs> it was very Clem. Um, yeah. yeah. And I feel like I just I like that kind of shit where it's like. Oh, actually, these, like, all these, like, humans hunting monsters, they're actually the bad people, and, like, the monster's actually pretty cool, they're just being terrible to it, and it can kill you because you're being terrible to it. Um, Yeah, I I just, I liked that because I was curious what they were going to do, because I know Man-Thing in the comics is, for all intents and purposes, like a quote-unquote good guy, he's not, like, a villain. Um, So I was curious what they were going to do with that, but also I was like, well, but, like, I don't know that anyone's like super attached to man thing or werewolf by night. So they could just do whatever the fuck they wanted with them. You know, werewolf by night has had like a long, cause I remember like reading it like 20 years ago. Like, like it's had many different like yeah. kind of iterations. Um, and, it, and there's multiple like, and, and there's, there is Jack Russell, but there's also Jake Gomez. And I think there was like up until the very end, there was confusion over which one he was going to play um and i think there was even there was even like an imdb i don't know if you noticed that there was there was an imdb confusion up until right before the the movie came out um is that so there's there's two majorly known um werewolf by night uh characters but um the second one uh jake gomez was listed in imdb um with an actor tied to it um jacob maya and We don't know if it was an accident or, or what, or if like there was like maybe a deleted part. Cause that was kind of like, I think leading up to it, I was like, Oh, okay. I saw like they were going to do that. So when I was watching the movie, I was like, I wasn't thinking man thing was going to be the thing. I was like, Oh, they've got, cause he was also talking about his ancestors and his family. I was like, Oh, so he comes from this, maybe this family of werewolves and like mm. captured like his brother or something. Um, and he's posing as, someone else to get him out of there and i Hmm. so i guess you know um so i guess that will be a mystery for the ages or it could have just been some just classic mcu misreporting right but um but yeah that i think that was the thing is that we weren't quite sure what character that was going to be and i think going forward we're not really quite sure because there's um do you know much about the midnight suns um, I mean, I know that that's supposed to be a thing, right? They're supposed to be doing that. It's, it's sort of like a, it's sort of like the Monster Avengers. There yeah, is sort yeah. of like I think it's like Blade, Werewolf by Night, um, Ghost Rider. Yeah. Uh, who else? Is his I name think... as a superhero Werewolf by Night? <laughs> I think it's. <laughs> it should. It <laughs> should. Be, he should be like. He should be a jerk about that and be like. <laughs> Like I'm sorry. Know, right. he should, it should know, be like a Star Lord thing where he's like, yeah, no, I you have to say my whole thing. 
right. <laughs> what that story is. So like, like I had no idea this was like a comic and I'm trying to like wrap my head around like what the comics would have been about if it wasn't like this specific story. And then now I'm just like, wait, was his actual name werewolf by night? Like, is that what they was like? Oh, it's werewolf by night. Like, is that what they do? Like, oh, hi, Werewolf by Night. Or like, oh, these are our teammates, Elsa Bloodstone and Werewolf by Night. Like, that's how he's... (laughs) No one ever shortens it. I don't want it ever shortened. (laughs) Um, But yeah, no, I... as When I was younger, I did like the spookier whatever. Like, I always loved when Doctor Strange and Scarlet Witch had to do something with demons or whatever, like, bullshit like that. So I do know, like, and I think Elsa Bloodstone has been part of the uh, Midnight Suns. Um, And I got to say, with this, I'm, like, feeling confident moving forward. Like, ooh, that could be really cool. Like, There's, like, Moon Knights in it. Yeah. um, What's his face? Um, Kit Harrington's character in Eternals is supposed to be part of that. Um, Is it Black Knight or Dark Knight? Black Knight, I think, right? If it's Dark Knight, I'm going to (laughs) pee. I want yeah, Dark Knight, that... Moon Knight, and Werewolf by Night to be in a group and just call it the Night Watch. <laughs> and they're not, even, but like no, but like they don't, they don't call themselves knights or what. There's no knight in it, and then people keep being like, I don't know. I think you need to workshop that name a little bit more. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. No, I mean, like, I, I also this also got me thinking, like. Ooh, now that they're expanding, there there are characters we've met that could fit into like a spooky season type special like this. You know, I was thinking like, how cool would it be to see like Elsa and Ted and uh Jack Russell? God, even his like real name using it's like such ridiculous. <laughs> I know, I'm sorry, yeah. <laughs> um, like having them have to fight like Agatha, you know what I mean? And like a witchy thing. Like that would oh, be fun. For real. Like, yeah. right? And like, because like the Bloodstone, when, when, I uh, can't even know her name, Harriet Sansom Harris, I don't know the character's name, but like when she uses that on Jack to yeah. turn him later on, like, the no, oh, that Bloodstone's looking a little Scarlet Witchy. Um, right. Or yeah. a little, little Scarlet Orby. And it can't just be because there's only so many different ways to do Orby stuff in this <laughs> universe, but could be, could be connected. Well, and like even, um, I know you didn't, Adam. Tarek, did you watch uh, The Runaways? I did, actually. Because do you remember Nico, when she did her magic, they did she her magic, they made sure it looked exactly like Doctor Strange's magic. Yes. Hmm. No, I actually do. I actually do remember that. Uh, yeah. I really, yeah. I really like, like that. Right? And she could be, I, I really liked her character. She could be, she would be a cool character to have in something like this. Um, like, the Marvel has, like, slightly given us, like, casually given us a couple of like characters that could fit into a spooky season thing like we got ghost rider and agents of shield um he was hot and hispanic so like sign me up um mm-hmm. love hispanic <laughs> hero rap but also love him being hot um <laughs> you've got ghost rider and werewolf by night and moon night now all, all these kind of like latinx characters in here so it's right? like we could need to build a little, a little right team. give me give me a team, um, a team. <laughs> but like i i just I don't know. I was thinking about how fun that could be if they do stuff like this all the time. And also, I don't know. He did such a good job. Give it to the same like team, like, right. Like be like, yeah, you can do whatever you want with these characters. Cause we don't care as much or whatever. Um, and it's fun. Well, now that it works so well, yeah, yeah. It, he, they're not going to leave it alone now. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> no, no, now they're going to be like, no, we need to make sure it's exactly the same energy. We just get it. it they're yeah. That's um, the thing. That's what happens. Um, unfortunately, it makes so much sense to have a Halloween like Marvel thing every season. Yeah. Now. Yeah. 
Yeah, I love I, it. I, I really hope they do. But so, okay, so we quickly see that, um, well, we see her kill that other man. The guy gets his axe back, but then that guy gets killed by Man-Thing because I'm not 100% sure, but I, I, he like touches you and burns you. It's like he burns your fear or something. I don't quite He's know. like the judge. Yeah, yeah. It, it like, it like that touch disintegrated you. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I thought that was cool. I, I was even surprised, like, not that that's bloody or gory, but I was surprised at the visual of like Marvel. It's like the most we usually get is like, you know, in the dust in like infinity war, it's brutal, but like they're just turning to dust. So it's not, but these people are like burnt alive mm-hmm. um, <laughs> and like disintegrated. So I was like, okay, cool. Like even it that's a little like Indiana Jones level, like yes. where it's like, oh my God, people are melting and burning. And it's like, it, I think it kind of got to that ghoulish height where it's like, I think Disney knows like that, that kind of thing is sort of like a supernatural burning alive. Much, right. Like it wasn't like he dumped gasoline on them and lit a match. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you are right, Adam. It did feel pretty Indiana Jones, like even the vibe, right? Like mm-hmm. there's like an old relic and like there might be a monster and like, oh, the humans are also bad though. And like, that is very Indiana yeah. Jones. Um, man thing escapes check russell goes to pick up the bloodstone he gets shot back we learn that he is also a monster but they're not telling us what kind we know because of the title of the thing we're watching um and then they wake up and they're in a cage which i i this scene the way they did him turning i fucking loved and i'm curious what you all thought about it adam yes well um uh i I was I was suspicious at first mm-hmm. because normally um, normally uh, this is how a lot of werewolf transformations happen, like in various shows, like in Vampire yeah. Diaries or whatever. Like it's it's a way to disguise that the effects aren't great. Yes. Um, because again, like to do it to really do, I mean, this is why um, 1981's American Werewolf in London is so revered. And, like, they invented literally the best makeup Oscar category to give it to it because um, it's done in a completely brightly lit room. There's no shadows. There's nowhere for the effects to hide. And these are, like, 40-year-old effects, and they still hold up. So um, it's very, very difficult to do. Ever since then, especially, you know, even down to the one with Benicio del Toro 10 years ago, like has these sort of like, we're doing it in cutaways. We're doing it in shadows. We're doing it with sound effects. We're doing it like kind of in your mind. Um, what I think this one did really well. So it was a little like, Oh, okay. You're, you're, you're just going to do the silhouette against the wall thing. Like I think mm-hmm. a lot of people have done that. But um, what I did like was that they saved it for the emotional moment of like when he's, cause it's like, they did the jaws thing where it's like, we're just not going to show Mm-hmm. any of it to you we're going to do this purely through sound design and then bang we're going to show you in like a money shot all at once yeah um, so that's when like you know you see and you see the, the mist and the steam and her mm. she's pulled in and and her arm is 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 torn off or, or whatever and then there's like there's suddenly a big hole in the opening and where is it and suddenly and suddenly and suddenly and then you see him like full body shot like that was very very well constructed so i'm glad they did that because at first I was like, oh, well, they're just going to do cut around so they don't have to, yeah, you know, keep, you know, uh, you know, the effects team running uh, around the clock. Tark, what did you think of the way they did that? 
I thought it was really, really cool. I really liked it. Um, In my head, I was constantly trying to think of like, oh, like, oh, she has to keep eye contact on him the entire time, like to stay alive. And like, then the mist kind of like came in or like the smoke from the little zapper machines. And I was like, Mm. wait, how is she going to stay alive? Um, And then we found out that he escaped. I was like, oh, okay, so it'll be fine. Um, I don't know why (laughs) my head was so stuck on that plot point because I really wanted them to like be okay. Um, But Mm -hmm. I really, really enjoyed the way that they did the shadow on the wall and the transformation there. I thought it felt very old timey and very like, yes, like it really took advantage of the black and white. And I think that's why I loved about it. Yeah. And I think the, the music swelling and the like focusing on her, like we, we've already seen this character in action. We know she's not like a damsel in distress. Right. But she is a human person stuck in a cage with a man turning into a monster. So like, it made sense that she would be scared. Right. And like, mm-hmm. she's like, and I just, the, the way that shot could have almost been too much, but I thought they didn't linger. They like, let it sit and then moved on. They didn't like make it take too long. Um, yeah. And yeah, to your point, Tark, they, like he said, like make eye contact and, you know, he sniffs her because he wants to have her scent be familiar for when he turns into the werewolf. Um, I which thought also, that was cute. Like I was, I was gonna okay, I was gonna say which like maybe is stupid, but I liked it. Like I did like that <laughs> because I love because I love leaning into the world building. Like yes, that, where it's like yes, that is what you need to do. And she had this very good Jessica Jones response to it, yeah. which wasn't like get your hands off me, but it was a little like she did know it needed whatever he was doing. It needed to happen. Yeah, um, <laughs> for her own safety. So it was a little like. I'm annoyed. I'm feeling a little grabbed, but this is, I, he's not doing what he's, what he's not doing what I thought he would be doing. Right. Like ultimately, yes, this will help me. So fine. Fucking sniff my hair. Like, <laughs> 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 I'll just like kind of sold it. Like that's a very difficult moment to sell. Yes. It's just, an it's just like, okay, then you kind of grab her and then you sort of do this gomez Adams, like, <laughs> just like, you're, you're not, you're <laughs> not, like, enraptured by her. You're just sort of, like, putting your dog scent on her. <laughs> the Gomez-Adams thing. I was, like, trying to figure out, like, who, the, who, who he reminded me of, and that's exactly who uh, who I kept thinking of. Yeah. Yes. Time. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah, he was uh, taken by the passion. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so I do have another question. Uh, for the room, I kept reading people say that they thought those guards were supposed to be the TVA from Loki. Uh, what? Yeah, I, I didn't think that, right? <laughs> I did okay. not think that. The TVA I, shows all. up for like a second and then like Men in Black zaps you and then leaves. Right? Yeah, okay, they that's like destroy the entire timeline. They would That's be like, it, I, bye. I was looking up like little like Easter egg stuff and there really wasn't much in this, which Just is fine. Like soldiers. Um, yeah. And yeah, like, it's... there was a couple articles where it was like, as we all know from the trailer, the TVA is the guards. And I was like, wait, what? These yeah. YouTube Marvel folks. <laughs> they, got, they have, they work harder than CNN in 24 hours. I swear to God. That's true. Um, but okay, I wanted to make sure it wasn't just me, because I was like, I didn't think that's who that was. Like, we, we see in, like, sci-fi all the time that guards will have those sticks, and, like, in the TVA, they disintegrate you, so... Yeah. They didn't do that yeah, the stick, okay. it was... He was just getting... He was... Prodded. It was, uh... Yeah. Like, I, you might as well, well just electric. be like, well, as we know, that, that gamekeeper from Jurassic Park, the, that's, the, <laughs> that's those those sticks. It's, it's that same yeah. world. 
Yeah. yeah. Okay, <laughs> good. So it's not just me. All right. Um, because the only Easter egg I did see, which I thought was cute, um, and this is the kind of shit that I I am like, yeah, so do stuff like that where it's not overtaking the story is when the, when the like uh, the art on the walls where the Avengers are, apparently there is an art of Gore the God Butcher from Thor Love and Thunder on the wall. Ah. Um, and I'm like, you know what? Great. This cute, like shit like that is cute. That's where it's like, yeah, that's a cute Easter egg because it like doesn't matter, but it's like mm-hmm. cute. And like, I like that. <clears throat> I was going to say uh, what I liked the most about the way this all unfolded, the way it actually, the way it existed, and then the way it was rolled out publicity wise, I, I really enjoyed that this was, you didn't need to, you could just have never seen a Marvel thing and then you yeah. could have enjoyed it. Um, mm-hmm. There was like, if there was an Easter egg, it was not like, you better pay attention because it's right. going to be very, it's going to, you will not be able to c- compute the next scene if you don't know that that's Gore the God mm-hmm. on the painting. Right. Um, there was no like, you know, world tags or whatever that like led mm. to anything else. Like it was, it was not setting up anything. It was the thing it was doing. Yes. Um, yes. And then even like, we weren't hearing about it for two damn years. It was just like, right. we, we <laughs> like, it was like, I think it was like a month before it came out. They were yeah. like at D23, they were just like, all right, yeah, here's a trailer. And then here's who's in it. And then oop, it was, oop, it's out. Like it just was, it was very old school in how they used to just like basically only advertise a movie like a month beforehand. Yes, which I like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, I agree. Um, you know, I remember at the the end of Ms. Marvel, I was like, oh, cool. They tease the Marvels. And it's like, oh, no, but we have to wait like nearly two years. And it's like, are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> to find out what she's doing in the yeah. class. <laughs> um, so, yeah, no, I do. I think that also worked to its advantage where it's like, we got the trailer and that's it. And it was just like, oh, cute. This doesn't like, I, like I said, I didn't even know Elsa Bloodstone, a character I liked in the comics was in this till I was watching it. And I was like, oh, cute. She's in this. I didn't know that. Um, and and like, it had beginning, middle and end. There was yes. no. Yeah. All, all right. All, well, we've, well, okay. At the end of Werewolf by Night, he is bitten by a werewolf. So then <laughs> now like wait three more years. Oh no. God, we lost about five directors. Okay. <laughs> yes. Um, right. <laughs> Script's not there yet. Yeah. Yeah. That I, I think I, I, that's my least favorite thing in Marvel is lots of times when it's like the daredevil show. And then he's not daredevil till the season finale. And it's like, come on. Um, like I was glad in she Hulk, she put on her costume Mm -hmm. before the end. It's like, yes, please just, we know, we know who the hero is. We don't need a whole, like season of build up to being like, oh, now they're gonna be the hero. Um, well, you've seen the mm-hmm. you've seen the Surf Dracula tweet, right? So the Surf Dracula. So there's a tweet that's basically like that basically like kind of took modern TV to task. They were like, in the 1960s, if there was a show called Surf Dracula, that guy would be surfing every episode for 200 <laughs> episodes. If you did Surf Dracula today, you'd go through like three seasons, and at the end of the third season, he'd pick up a surfboard. <laughs> That's so that, accurate. That is fucking accurate. <laughs> I, you know what? That was my big. Um, I mean, Tarek, we were just talking about the Runaways. I do like that show, but I was so annoyed that they don't become the runaways until the end of season one. Yes. And it's, yeah. like, 
come on, that's Wailing. the name. Like, it's the name. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it took him a whole season to get there. And it's so, it's so funny that this is the way we're telling stories now in the most dangerous to get suddenly canceled era we've ever had. Oh, I know. Like, yeah, you don't even no get to the meat of the story. Right. Yeah. Adam, actually going back to the Runaways, which, Tart, I don't know if you, I loved their Cloak and Dagger crossover in, I think it's season three. Oh, uh, I missed that season. I, I okay. only watched it for two. So season three, I actually think is pretty, I think three is better than three is maybe my favorite. I don't know. But so there was the free form Marvel show Cloak and Dagger. They literally did a crossover with the Runaways. Adam, this is wild. Just speaking to what you just said. They have a two arc, two episode arc in the Runaways that was supposed to be go over to Cloak and Dagger. And it was supposed to be like continued on their show with the Runaways appearing on theirs. And their show got canceled. (laughs) (laughs) Why are you not like, right? Why would you plan for that if you weren't sure? This is bad. Okay, so here's the other thing. Has anyone seen Rob Zombie's The Monsters, which just came out? I have not. It's it's up. Like, okay, so it's you know, like I thought it was like fine. I was like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna check this out. It's gonna be cute. Like, and it's always like I was like, oh, Rob Zombie, he does like triple R rated stuff, doing right. something very PG. Let's see how it is. It's a prequel. They don't become the monsters until the last five minutes. <laughs> Wait, and really? Like, Wait a minute. Like, no, there's no family like they don't know each other um, <laughs> God. no because like it's like so it's like it's it's about how like lily and herman fall in love and like the grandpa like hates herman even though they're like best friends in the show <laughs> and at the end of the sh- like here's the thing at the end of the movie you're watching this whole thing thinking like okay like they buy the mockingbird lane house at the end of the movie mm. and they're gonna move in together and you'd think there'd be some sort of setup because like they don't have the the you know the the blonde a Maryland cousin. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't have obviously the sun yet, the world sun. Um, you'd think there'd be some sort of like, oh, he learns to you know the grandpa learns to like him at the end, or there she's like, oh, I'm pregnant, and then you hear like a little wolf thing, and they, like there was just nothing. It was just like two <laughs> two hours. It was not even ninety minutes. It was two <laughs> hours of like just hijinks and just it was very so there's like a there's a there's a company it's it's universal put it out but there's a company called universal 1440 Mm. that does like very like they're they they're doing like sequels to cop and a half and dragon heart like they're just doing like really churning sequels that are done for like 250 grand and they film in croatia um so that's what the monsters. Anyway, if you see, if you see, like, what it's the new monsters. It's like they're they don't meet on screen until the end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jesus, I'm so God. tired of origin stories. Yes. Me too. It's terrible. <laughs> also, I who just was wanna... who was clamoring for a monsters origin story? <laughs> they already did. They did the Brian Singer did the monsters with like like the, and did you ever see the pilot for Mockingbird Lane where it was like. Oh no, um, I didn't. I didn't Brian, see that, but I heard about it. It was like Brian Fuller, yeah, and it was like it was Jerry O'Connell was Herman Munster, and um, Portia de Rossi was Lily, oh. and like they just weren't in costumes. It was like they looked like Jerry O'Connell and Portia de Rossi, <laughs> with like a little bunch of like little little like he had tiny little bolts in the side, but he was not green. He was Jerry O'Connell, um, and it didn't work. No one wow. liked it. And it did not go. And uh, so every five years, we have to do a new Monsters. And- <laughs> oh my God. Wait, Adam, I just Googled this. I cannot believe how correct you are that it literally is just Jerry O'Connell with like a thing on his neck. Like he's maybe got like a, like he's got like a 
like an the appendix stitching. scar on his neck. Yeah, yeah, that's literally it. And Portia de Rossi is just okay. Portia de Rossi with brown hair. Right. She's just looking drowned. Oh like no! She's, like, gave her like wet hair. Yeah. <laughs> This is so weird. It's funny because that's what? I have heard good things about this Mockingbird Lane, but mm. uh, well, because um, uh, uh, Eddie Izzard as Grandpa, like I've yeah. heard like, good things about like I don't know, fucking monster. It's just supposed to be. It's just supposed to be a sitcom where it's just yeah. kind of monster. Like I don't like we're doing all this. This is where I turn into like Andy Rooney, looks like a real big crank. Where I'm just like, <laughs> what are we doing here? What are we doing? So Why okay, I I love this. I'll yeah, say. so yeah. I did. So we get the the end gets a little marvelly, but I think it still works with the action because it's like fun and it's. I I I think you're right, Adam. It's the Indiana Jones of it all that like mm-hmm. it's an adventure story. So like, yeah, we do have we need the like swashbuckling at the end. And I gotta say, the scene where the fucking werewolf man is fighting all those guards as the door is shutting. And the like shadow that's being cast, and it's like yeah. flashing lights. Looked so fucking cool, right? It was it awesome, was so cool. And especially seeing this in the same week, we also got a Daredevil fighting in the hallway scene again. Yes, yes. Um, it was very, it was very Daredevil fighting in a hallway. Where just you knew everyone in that hallway was fucked. Um, yeah, <laughs> with both, both these guys. Yeah, <laughs> it and was like, really funny too because like there was this one guy who's on the like left corner right next to the door, and I kept expecting him to try and like run away or like get cut <laughs> off by the door, and he did never tried to run away. I was like, "You're you fool!" <laughs> <laughs> like, and now the werewolf ate you. So that was a great <laughs> idea because like yeah, I was thinking there was going to be something with the closing door, uh, mm-hmm. the gradual shutting thing. That would have been a great thing to have someone like just not make it out of there with his whole arm intact yeah yes yeah 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 um but like i i adam you know more about classic monster was this was that like shot more like an homage to a shot from a classic monster movie or was it just um, a cool shot it's just a cool shot i think yeah. like i mean because again like most of these old monster movies are just not very action-packed these are from like that's true, early yeah. sound era like i think that the first if, if you're if you've ever seen the very first dracula with bella lugosi it's um the soundtrack is extremely simple because like literally it's from the first two years of sound film, like where there's just, (laughs) um, we're like in the first year of set, because it used to just be like, there would only be some of the movie had sound in it because you had to have a whole different pressed record playing at the same time. Like they weren't even, it took a while before they even got the sound onto the film strip itself. Like there was like, you had to play, to play like a phonograph at the same time. So, um, so like the first Dracula has like long stretches of just music and it's very atmospheric. But like the reason for that is because like they're just, you could only have like certain stretches of the thing have dialogue. Um, so like a lot of the stuff is like very early filmmaking. So I think the biggest homage was probably, um, as Tarek said, like the, 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 the silhouette of the wolf changing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, things like that. Yeah, so we get, you know, uh, she disposes of some of the other hunter people. Um, And so I guess this is also important to say, like, he, when Jack met Ted at first, he says he's always saving him. Of course, he has to come back for him. I liked that in the end, Ted comes in and saves them. Mm -hmm. I thought that was wonderful. That, like, especially it's like, oh, this big dumb monster. He's, like, actually more, like, aware than we thought he was, right? Yeah. And I, I like that. I like, 
I like that Elsa first gets her stepmom with whatever the fuck that like. It, speaking of Kill Bill, Adam, it's like she hits oh. her with the the thing and pulls her. It looked like a build mm-hmm. a hook shot or something. Yeah, like, yeah. Some sort of like yeah, it was some claw grabber. It was it was sick. It was great. Yeah, I thought that would, because that's like pretty brutal. That would fucking hurt. Um, like in the spine. Like, yeah. she, she had like a werewolf rip off her arm and then took a yeah. freaking like shooter gun to the back. Like, and she's still like, I've got the upper hand. Like, she's yeah. old lady. <laughs> Grandma's pretty tough. Um, but then Man Thing comes in, Ted, and he disposes of her. Uh, and yeah, Elsa gets the bloodstone. Um, I thought this was a very nice wrap up too. And I liked the transition to color. Mm -hmm. I thought it was like a clever way to do it. It's like, she fucking won. She's sitting down. She's having a drink. She's telling that old man Butler to clean up the dead bodies and she's good. Um, And, you know, then we, we get Ted and Jack. Uh, Jack is like, I appreciate that it, they made it be like a hangover. Cause that kind of makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, and him and him and Ted go back and forth a little bit, and I th- I was very charmed by that. I um, love how I'm colorful a, Ted turned right? out to be. Yes, yes, yeah. I, with all the flowers and mushrooms and stuff, yeah, you never really noticed in the black and white. You know, and that's I was thinking about that how cool he looked, both in color and in black and white, and I. I do think there's a world in which the black and white, like they probably had to do it differently, right? They probably just wasn't like a colorized version of that that they made black and white because he might have looked too like blah, right? Because that's the other yeah, thing that's... is that like, oh, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, it's okay. Um, well, I think they, they they obviously like I think that's the one. Obviously, that's the, that's the one good thing Michael Chiquita did. <laughs> um, but it, no, like that was a really good thing he did because it was um, like you just have to, you can't like when you do black and white filmmaking, you have to light it differently. You can't just light the thing and then just take the color mm-hmm. out. Like other, cause otherwise you end up with grays. Like the way you get these sort of like rich, true blacks, um, especially in digital, which just don't happen. Like you have to, you have to real in the digital age, you have to like really go in there during post-production and do color correction, which not everybody does, which we are. I don't know if you're currently seeing, there's like a tweet going around about Halloween ends. That's, Clearly yeah. needs some color correction. Um, but um, anyway, long story short, like shooting it specific, shooting Ted like very, very differently um, with where it's just like shadows and these sort of electric white eyes yeah. and, and, and tendrils. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know what made me think of that? I will tell you both. Uh, I, I was like, I was excited to take a picture for this like cover. Cause I was like, Oh cool. I can make it look old and whatever. That was fucking hard to light to make it look cool in black and white. So what I ended up doing was I, the man thing I have in color and then everything else is in black and white because I just, there was no way to light the figure that I have of man thing and make it look cool in black and white. Like it just ended up looking mush like mush. Um, so I had to keep that in color and made everything else black and white. Also, uh, Marvel Legends do this thing where it's a build a figure where like pieces of it come with different figures. He was the build a figure for the net, the Marvel Legends Netflix figure line. I didn't ever, I didn't get all of them. So I don't have the full figure. So I have half of his body behind a bush because I don't have that part of his body. <laughs> the, the, the film magic. Am I right? <laughs> I was going to say, I was like, here you are. You're doing your own. You're doing your own black and white lighting. Um, but yeah, okay, so I guess we are at the end. Uh, Tarek, what was your favorite part? 
Oh gosh. Oh god. I did not have enough time to think about my favorite part. Uh I would say when she had to get the keys out of the tomb because she knew that her crazy aunt wanted to have an exit strategy. Yes. And I thought that was brilliant. <laughs> um Adam. Well, um I I really think like I was really happy that they went for that's the other thing that these old kind of monster movies do, which is like the sort of gothic romance of it. Like there, mm. that there was like after he's just like ripped people's throats out and he's on top of her, that she still finds the energy to like, kind of like caress him and have this sort of like snarly soft moment. Um, <laughs> with, I thought that was like a, just a wonderful touch. And I was really happy they like went there because like, it's just, it's just leaning into the genre. Like I, every yeah. time they leaned into the genre rather than shy nervously away from it, I was just very pleased. Um, yeah. So I think that that's going to do a lot of good uh, towards, because again, that's the other thing is that like all the horror movies that I've been watching, a lot of them that I like discovered when I was like 10 or 11, I don't know what your guys' horror origin stories are, but like, like when, like your first time you watched adult horror as a young mm. but like, I remember mine being like 10 or 11, basically like, like watching like stuff accidentally on TV and when like no one was around, like, you know, turning something on and having it just be so disturbing. And I'm just very gleeful knowing that like some kid is tuning in going like, okay, well I'm just going to watch another Marvel thing. And then it's just like this, the first time they're seeing the most gruesome sort of stuff. And then there's this like monster fucker romance kind of thing going on. Like, I think it was, I was like, yes, create the new generation. It's, it's wonderful. I think this is going to do a lot of good for a lot of gens. Adam, you are right because I do think you and like I don't know how you feel, Tark, but I think baby Ian and Adam would have fucking ate this shit up, right? I would have been so in love with it. I would have been like, <laughs> I'm Elsa Bloodstone, basically. I I'm very oh, 100%. Tart. Yeah, I would I would have been like, you know, like, I don't know, he's kind of gross. He smelled me, but that also was like kind of cool when he did that. Right. Like, yeah. yeah, like <laughs> I kind of want him to smell me. Like. I was like, I really didn't like it at first, but now I don't know. I'm <laughs> it would have left a big gross thumbprint on yeah. my soul it would have been great mm. yeah yeah um i think i think my favorite scene is still the the shot of uh werewolf ripping apart the guards as the door sh- i just i just love the way that werewolf by night you've got to say right <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Jack Russell. I did not mean to not say your whole name. (laughs) (laughs) I just love that both names are fucking ridiculous. (laughs) There is no way out. What did I just say? I said, I like when you lean into the genre. Lean into it. Hit it. Ian, lean in, Ian. You're not leaning in. Lean in, I said. (laughs) What uh, grade do we give this, Adam? Oh, I give it an A. It, 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 it 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 did what it set out to do, and it did it very well. And it got the hell out of there in under an hour. Perfect. Dark. I 100% agree with Adam. Yeah. A. Yeah. Same. Same. For Look at same that. Hey, I really need a buzzer A's for when everyone has. Yeah, for when everyone I has the same it. grade. <laughs> Listen, it's, it's always nice. It's always nice that we all actually agree. Um, especially you. nowadays, where like it's, I feel like it's harder to get a Marvel that's an A. Yeah. All the way. <laughs> yes. You know. Uh, yes. Um, Thank you both for joining me. Thank you all for listening. Uh, If you like Slayer Fest 98, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, 
YouTube and anywhere else you get your podcasts. You can support us on Patreon. We are finishing up What If Season 1. We finished Harley Quinn Season 2. We'll be moving on to Season 3 soon. And if you want to follow us on social, we are at SlayerFestX98. If you want to follow me, I'm at Carlos Tarek, where can everyone find you? Uh, I'm on all social as Tarek, T-A-R-I-Q, and then underscore Rauf, R-A-O-U-F. Adam, where can everyone find you and buy your books? Oh, hey. Um, so you can find me on all social platforms at the Adam Sass. I am a young adult author who has both a horror and a romance out. So this fall, whether you are looking for spooky season horror, um, you can check out Surrender Your Sons. Or if you are looking for cozy fall romance, you can check out The 99 Boyfriends of Micah Summers. Both are available wherever you buy your books. She does it all, folks. I do it all, yes. honey. Well, thank you both for doing this, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.